review. It didn't taste like grapefruit. Everybody's dead, we're burning up. I don't know, the door is locked though, and it's making me nervous. I can't <laughs> read, how can I write? Yeah, you're straight fucked, but... We can, we're still cutting off. Not a single second of <laughs> <laughs> well, at some point your hand gets tired when you're writing. Oh, sure just you fucking wait, Asa. <laughs> it was me. I killed your dreams. What do you want from me? I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut out the part where it's VA so with the chair, too. You probably... failed English! Oh man, this is wildly and irrelevant. I... Yeah, I remember you drooling on your fucking pillow. I don't think I was a part of it, though. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pull us out of this. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Books with Bastards. Hello. As always, with us, we have our first and foremost bastard, Mallory. Welcome. Um, your technical bastard, Zach. We have our uh, ever-present drinking buddy, Caleb, who won't talk, apparently. Do you hear what's going yeah, on? Yeah, is there an airplane taking off? Motorcycle. I think someone's just driving a Harley who's, out on this street. Who's on a goddamn... Is, I almost said a name. Oh, wow, almost. Anyways. And over there is our loose collection of beer cans, Asa. I'm here. He does have three of them. Happy New Year! Anyways, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we are out of the uh, Christmas break, and, uh, well, at least we are. It's probably been a while for everybody listening. Uh, anyways, we are, uh, today we are covering Stormfront by, oh my god, I forgot his name. Jim Butcher. Jim, yeah. Yeah, Jim Butcher. Uh, this is the first in the Dresden Files series, a pretty popular sci-fi fan. I think it's just a fantasy Modern fantasy? I don't know what the genre is called. I don't know the book. I couldn't help you. We're gonna, you're going to know the book soon enough. That's what we're here for. Oh, yeah. Hey, spoilers <laughs> for uh, Stormfront. Oh, nice work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Caleb. You reminded me. Bummer warning, question mark? What are we looking at? Uh, the no, bummer it's... is that we read the whole book. More I disagree. I, I really book. liked the book. <laughs> Mallory hated it. I liked it. This is going to be a hard divide tonight. We'll see how it goes. But no, I don't think it was a bummer. Like, there's some spots that are, like, a little sad, but there's no dead dogs in this one. Which one had dead well, dogs? Most of them. A lot it's of a date, honestly. have had dead dogs. <laughs> a startling amount of them yeah, have had dead dogs. More than I'd dogs. like. <laughs> yeah. It's a concerning number. People keep trying to elicit tears from us by murdering dogs, and it does work, but it's kind of upsetting. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. Not for me. Anyways. I about it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how it goes. Before we get into the book, let us get into a drink corner. Mallory, uh, what do you got over there? I am drinking a Pinot Gris by Oyster Bay. Nice. Nice. Zach? Uh, I've got my my classic Huckleberry Pucker uh, by Paradise Creek Brewery. Going back to your roots, huh? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's still my favorite. I like the others, but it's always good to have a home. I'm trying something new, a Simply Spiked Strawberry Lemonade by Contains Alcohol. Uh, <laughs> I think Simply is the company. I think it is, yeah. yeah. I told Asa when we picked it out, I was like, I'm glad to see that the juice game is getting in on the action. Yeah, you know, it's weird. I'm, I'm, proud, glad, of I'm proud of Better that. Better or worse than the Smirnoff Ice? You know, I probably prefer the Smirnoffs. Though, well, I actually do, though I actually do specifically get Simply Orange Juice. Yeah, I brought you Simply Lemonade before for gaming. Yeah. Uh, I like Simply Products. Yes, yeah. you do have neons as well in the, uh, 
in the fridge. I mean, They're just at the very bottom. We'll see how it goes. And uh, somebody's got to drink those shitty drinks, so maybe yep. take it to your place for New Year's. I what, just finished off. Uh, bought his off a IPA, which was fine. And which now fine. I'm on to a new uh, beer I haven't had for a while. I believe I have had it though. On tap. This is in a can, obviously. Don't have a can. What is it? Ridge? Ridge? Hey, I'm getting there. <laughs> Ridge Top Red Ale by River City Brewery. Silver City Brewery. And what's in your random cup over here? Oh, that's a bottle of $4 wine I saw at the store. Ooh, and perfect. I got it because perfect. it's... Because uh, it's $4? It was $4. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I have to know what it tastes like. Is it taste like yeah, old really dog sad. shit or is it like not bad? You know? Yeah, yeah. Is it, a, is it a hidden gem? I'll buy $4 bottles of wine all day. Yeah, well, not all perfect. day. That's not all I do. Asa yeah. brings up a good point. When we get rich off this and we get our own actual recording studio, I think in the recording studio, we should have a tap. That'd be... That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, that'd be cool, actually. Maybe we have our own little bar. Yeah. What do you not like each... about this recording studio? Oh, I'm we... just thinking right where this table is. I, you know, I know exactly what he doesn't like about this, and that's that he sits in front of the door, and so anytime anyone wants to move at all, Caleb has to abandon his seat. Also, wanna, the lights generally give me headaches. Will you no, clarify I'm, here? Are you we're fixing the problems. We've Are got you? an even brighter light, but it's only aimed at Caleb. Well, I can turn it. <laughs> that might be good. Caleb, we'll <laughs> were you meaning an individual tap for each of us with the beverage we prefer coming out of it? Well, I was just thinking just like one, one of the walls... Like would would have the would have a bar. Oh, okay. okay. Hey, man, what's yeah, yeah. your so little mini bar? Okay. <laughs> I already said. Well, it. Hey, man, I, well, I went first. If you know, agree. Well, I'm yeah. apparently an idiot. Welcome to the. How expensive show. was that bottle of wine? I'm guessing not four dollars. I think it was like twelve dollars. Oh, okay, not very fancy. We don't buy super I mean, expensive 10 to $12 bottles. Twelve dollars is kind of your. If that's cheap wine, four dollars is like. If I spend like twenty dollars on a bottle of wine, I'm like, ooh, that better be good. And then it isn't? <laughs> uh, sometimes it is, but I mean, I don't often do it unless I'm out at like a restaurant. I don't think I could ever taste the difference. I don't like wine. Yeah, I, you I definitely can, could. If I you can drink taste the difference enough. between wine, but I never like them. You can taste the difference between your lemonades, though. Yeah, unless I'm drunk, and then everything goes down. It's not wine. Pretty I much know, always. But that's something yeah. you like, so you can taste the difference. I can. Anyways. Yeah, that's Drink Corner. All right, so we're talking about Stormfront, uh, the first in the Harry Dresden series. Mallory didn't like it from what she's told me. She finished it late last night. I finished it last week in a startling reversal of our usual roles in this podcast. It was a struggle to read this book. I was happy as a clam laying on my floor reading this. Now tell me, why is Dresden so hairy? I'm already upset with you. Because he's a it. fucking pig, that's why. What? I don't even know this man. I mean, he's a bit of a slob, but... You asked. I said it. Okay. I said what I said. Are we going to get to him Anyways, later? so Harry Dresden is <laughs> a wizard. In, here. I'm going to say modern day, but it's 2003, I think. So modern-ish modern. day. Uh, 20 years ago. Yeah. It's... <laughs> That's like saying that the 80s was a modern day at any point. <laughs> I was born. That's, that's important. Caleb yeah, was like in two. age. He's two. I yes, two. I know. You oh. know, when I, this is a off topic, but when I bought this beer, I thought it was one I've had before and I liked. Yeah. But I got confused. I, I screwed up the 
It's River City Red that I like, I believe. And oh, this and that's is Silver City. Well, but it's in a that. red can. Oh, so there are both of them, and they are very different beers. So it's different beers, yeah. What and? do you think of this but one? This one's not bad. I, I like the River City better. But this is all right. Sorry to go off on that. I just realized. No, that's fine. That's all right. This, I really had to share it. That with is everyone. the spirit of the show: is to honestly just wildly jump on. Including topic. anyone that listens, I wanted them to know right away. Also. But, uh, yes. Yeah, not bad. My birthday is on a is on a Saturday or a Sunday. I'm sorry. Which means it will be after, just after we record, but then a full week before next recording. I was hoping it'd be closer. Why? I don't know. I just thought it'd be fun. To was... have your birthday on the recording day? Or Do something you want like that. I mean, we can on lie. Sunday? It's We're too not late. We're going to lie to our listeners, Zach. Ever. Uh, all right. We could record That's on a Sunday. A bold no, stance, but I, I'm, 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 I'm not against it, I guess. So are we taking that Monday off so we can go out and rage or it's what? Slippery slope to go uh, I mean, I guess so. I did plan on taking the week. I, Asa, I gotta ask. Off? Actually, I gotta take a week off for my birthday. Do we strictly do this only on Fridays, anyways? We've Sometimes occasionally we do done days. it on other days, but generally we do. So it we don't Fridays. have to lie to our listeners, anyways. No, like we, we can just tell them it's. Nah, and I've already stated that it doesn't line up. I don't know why we're talking about this. Just I don't either. It was just you a brought sad it up fact, and then started a fight that they were willing to fight. <laughs> I'm dying on this hill. So Harry Dresden is a wizard in 2003 in Chicago. He, uh, I, they don't explain a lot about the setting. We get very little of his background in this world, other than that he is something of an outcast in wizard society, which it's not really known to the public world, but he still publicly calls himself a wizard and will do magic in front of people. He just doesn't seem to care that some people think it's a secret. There's right. some things he's still not allowed to tell in spite of that. There's a handful of magical laws that go with being a wizard that if you break them, they will murder you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he essentially runs the equivalent of a private detective uh, company. Nice. Now he's a PI. Yeah, but, you know, is a wizard. He generally, if it has nothing to do with magic, will be like, just hire a regular one. I'm not a detective. Harry Dresden, <laughs> wizard PI. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. Uh, and we basically start in, we get like kind of a look at his life, his shabby office, his piles. W.I., Wizard Investigator. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, we we start in on his kind of shabby office that's, you know, months behind on rent, his uh, dog-eared paperback books thrown in the corner because he has a lot of time because not a lot of people hire a wizard for things. Because he won't do parties, he won't do love potions, and I don't remember what the other thing on the sign was that he won't do. I don't remember. I could probably find probably it. Probably butt stuff. <laughs> probably he won't do wizard butt stuff for you. I think, honestly, just judging off of this first book, he probably would do fucking butt stuff. I don't think he'd do it for pay, though. Like, I mean, he might just enjoy it. That's different, though. Prostitution is illegal. Um, you can enjoy it. And get paid. I will say, a several of the cast members of this book do. <laughs> That's the, the two characters who very explicitly just like being escort girls. All right, mm-hmm. That's what everyone strives for is, is liking, uh, liking what they do. This will Mallory looks something up. Uh, it basically, we, get there. we start out with him getting yeah, a phone call from a woman named Monica Sells. She's 
very nervous. She doesn't want to give her name. She doesn't he she doesn't want to give her husband's name who she is hiring him to look for because he's missing, apparently. Okay. Nope. Mallory's got something? This is what his sign says. Harry Dresden Wizard. Lost items found, paranormal investigations, consulting, advice, reasonable rates, no love potions, endless purses, parties, or other entertainment. Hmm. All right. And that, I mean, that's pretty accurate for the most part. He's, uh, he's kind of a crotchety guy. He's, he's a little annoyed by most people. Uh, but anyway, so he gets, uh, basically manages to talk to this woman on the phone who, despite her calling him, asking for him to look for her missing husband, she cannot get off the phone with him fast enough. And basically, it's like, I'll give you $500 cash up front if you'll agree to this, and I will meet you at your office at noon. Hmm. And he's like, all right, cool. Sounds good. I'm going to go get some lunch. And then immediately, his phone rings again, and it is the police. Uh, his friend, I guess, uh, Detective Murphy... Karen. Yeah, Karen Murphy is... Ooh, she yeah. is the member of the Chicago PD who gets assigned to deal with cases that are uh, spooky or weird or magic adjacent. They basically, any detective looks at this and like, this is fucked up and I don't want to deal with it. They get kicked to Karen. It's, like I said, no one publicly admits magic, but it's real. So Karen. people just kind of find a way to pretend it doesn't exist. Spooky-oogie investigator. Yep. Uh, and she's got a case with, uh, but he, he has worked for the, her before a few times. And she's like, well, I have two dead people in a hotel room down the street, so I'm going to need you down here now. Hmm. All right. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh. Case already solved. Dead husband. Maybe. Two people, though, Caleb. Yeah. Who do you think the second one is? Actually, it's nobody's His husband. His mistress. The wife. Nobody's husband. It's husband so far and, and as wife. we know. I'm happy to let him guess. It's fun. Honestly, I'm kind of curious. I'm. You guys are more than welcome to chip in ideas as we go. I got no problem. With no, I just thought it was the dead husband and his like. You are wrong. Poisoned the. I will. I guess I'll tell you that now. Accidentally right. herself as well. She She's all like, damn. That was good. She I better have to some poison too. Just half the meatloaf and he was get me <laughs> out of here. Oh. All the full Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. So he uh, he hoofs it down there. He mentions, like, he has a car, but he has basically an old shitty one because when you use magic, to uh, like, fancier technology starts, like, fucking up. Like, he doesn't own a computer. Phones barely work around him. Uh, the only machine in the entire series that is said, or in the entire book that's mentioned to work pretty decently around him is a revolver because it's barely a machine. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like, cool. even, like, regular pistols will malfunction more often when he's around. Huh. Uh, Fair enough. So, he tends to walk most places. And he gets to this, uh, gets waved into the crime scene, where, uh, essentially, there is, he, see, my whole brain just fell apart on me for a second. I don't there. even I, know what you were going for. I had a stroke. He wanders into the hotel room, talks to some of the cops, him and Karen have some banter on their way up. They have, he tries to be kind of a chivalrous guy. She doesn't like it, and they mostly just use it to fuck with each other. Huh. They're mildly friendly. Uh, 
Yeah, he respects her. Yeah, they, he clearly and, uh, thinks of her as a friend. He thinks that she's attractive because don't worry, throughout this book, every single time he comes into contact with any female at all, you will get a very in-depth description of just how attractive they are to him and what their breasts look like and what they might look like in some other piece of clothing. So... I thought you said the curve of their breast. Oh, well, that's coming up that, pretty soon. He here. does notice that on oh. the corpses that he's about to see. Oh, okay. Uh, he okay. comes in to see uh, <laughs> what appears to be a woman act or who was mid having sex with the guy when their rib cages exploded and their hearts have ripped out of their bodies. Oh wow. Okay. Right. Huh. That's not the worst. So he comes have. into this scene here. Imagine that was fast. Um, Comes into this scene. Let me read this little excerpt from you for you. They were on the bed. She was astride him. Body leaned back, back bowed like a dancer's, the curves of her breast making a lovely outline. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, and then sense. two seconds that. later, yeah, he's like, I'm going to vomit. This is so disturbing. Well, yeah, he's like, and, you know, the whole nice part of the scene is mostly ruined by the fact that part of their rib cages have exploded and chunks of their heart are laying on the floor. Yeah. Had it been an erotic photograph, it would have made a striking tableau. Thanks, Harry. That really helped solve the fucking crime, bro. Great. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, the credit I will give him when he comments that these people <laughs> thinks these people are pretty is he never actually says any. He never does anything to them. He never brings it up. These well, are all just thoughts inside his head. There. And I think it? lots of people are pretty, and I don't bother them about it. I'll share some more details as we go along. The dude's yeah. a fucking pervert. <laughs> all right. Uh, anyways, so those old guys are. I don't think it ever he's, even. I think he's like old. thirty something. Uh, I think he's only in his 30s. I'm not 100% sure. Like I said, we don't get a lot of background info on him. Uh, anyways, he does his best to kind of figure out what's going on, but it's like basically like, it looks like black magic. I don't know what could have done, like who or what could have done this, but like I can research it. I really don't want to, though. This is the sort of thing that will get me in trouble. Yes, and he's already gotten in trouble before and killed his predecessor or? yeah uh so essentially we will learn pretty soon uh he uh his the guy who taught him to be a wizard was into the dark arts and tried to get harry to do it with him he and, summoned a demon to kill yeah. harry yeah he basically harry said no so he summoned a demon to kill harry and harry managed to get rid of the demon and kill his old master but Basically, the White Council, the people who run the Wizard Society, uh, have rules that using magic to kill using magic to kill anyone is considered. Uh, it's the first wizard law. Like you're not supposed to do it. That's a death sentence. But it was. It is technically allowed in self defense. But there's a bunch of people in the Wizard Society that thinks that he was a black magician and that he was joining his master and that things just went sour. And so it's like 50-50 whether or not anyone's on his side. And that's why he kind of lives outside of wizard society. Well, and because of that, he now has some guy that's always tailing him yeah, and like keeping an eye on him. When he well, up. I'm just saying that's why he's like so hesitant to investigate like yeah. the black magic aspect of it. Because he's like, well, if they catch me he's, thinking about yeah, it. He's on probation. Or yeah, pretty much. Parole, basically. The rest yeah. of his life, it sounds like. 
essentially, is the idea, at least. No, uh, he's been a bad, bad boy. I love the way you said that. Thank uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, but yeah, uh, Murphy is like, I need this info, like, now. Like, I need it by Monday. And basically won't let him give no for an answer. And he realizes he's running late and has to get back in time for the meeting with the woman who's looking for her missing husband. And while he is running back, a limousine pulls up. Oh, I'm an idiot. The two people in the murder were a woman I already forgot. Jennifer. Yes, Jennifer, uh, who was a call girl uh, and a high-end escort. uh, And the other one was a guy named Tommy Toms, who was a Chicago gangster. Nice. And when Harry is running home, that uh, the head of that mafia family, uh, Johnny Marconi, basically pulls up in a limousine alongside him. Is like, "Hey, get in! I will give you a lift home. We have to talk." Oh no! Yeah, he uh, not good. Pulls Harry in and he's like, "Hey, uh, how much is it going to take for me to pay you to just not look into this case?" So this dude. Has a missing husband, two dead bodies, and someone not wanting to investigate it. Yeah, and trust me, it only goes downhill from here. $5,000. This whole book takes place in four days, and this guy gets, like, four hours of sleep. $2. Take it or leave it. Well, he's pretty strapped for cash. Like, he's talking about how he's, like, late on his rent. Yeah, he absolutely, he's like, I cannot miss this meeting. She's going to give me 500 in cash up front. And I will get to eat and pay rent today. And he gets paid by the police, but not till he provides them. Yeah, the city doesn't pay fast. Even even if he doesn't find anything, like he's still on retainer, but like they pay once a month, maybe. Alright. Makes sense. Huh. Poor Harry. But yeah, so he essentially tells Marconi, like no, there's no amount of money you can give me that's going to make me like look the other way. I don't do that. He's a wizard of principle. A wizard of pride. And Probably they... made a fair amount, though. Yeah, he, he was willing to, like, and... double or triple Yeah, he whatever. was, like, it sounded like he was going to go up to, like, 30000 bucks to and pay Harry to not look, look into it. He doesn't want to look into it anyways because he thinks it's black magic. Yeah, but, but he... But solving the crime. The fact that someone's trying to buy him off is also kind of annoying him. He knows that, you know... If he just leaves the gangsters to deal with it, another person's going to get murdered. It's Anyways, he ends up accidentally looking... Uh, I get it, I get it. Marconi in the eyes, which, when you're a wizard, apparently you can see into people's souls Ooh. if you look them in the eyes. That's scary. But it's a two-way street. They can see back into yours. Uh, and if they have a shitty past, it's not a good time. And most of what he sees in Johnny Marconi kind of rattles him because the man's a... Hardcore, emotionless gangster. Yeah. Run the streets. And, uh... <laughs> that was good. looked at me. There's no comment. <laughs> looked at me, considered it, looked away. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, hey, man, uh, anyways, thanks for the ride. I can't help you. I gotta go. So he gets out, goes inside, and we meet Monica Sells, the nervous woman from the phone, who is looking for her missing husband. Mm. She says they have, uh, is it a lake house? Is Detroit, is Chicago on Lake Michigan? 
or it's I think it's near one of the Great Chicago. Lakes. Huh? Yeah. It's on. Yeah, the, they're in Chicago. Yeah, it's on a Great Lake, the yeah. south side of. But yeah, the Sells family has a house know. on the the lake, <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, we he used to go up there all the time. He recently lost his job. He's been, you know, being super weird, and he's gone missing." I didn't know Chicago. Was he weird. started getting into magic, and I don't know if that has to do with anything. <laughs> but if it does, I want you involved. And she like brings out this charm her husband's been using. It's like a dead scorpion that's like hardened into shape. Oh yeah, I want to do that with Caleb's when it dies. One of them so did cool. die. <gasps> oh my did you god! Do that to it? When? Was it murder? Did the other one kill it? I think so. Uh, what'd you Anyways. do with the carcass? Dark. I don't have it anymore. Okay, bummer warning, guys. If you wow. care about scorpions, is that why you're so down? I oh, mean, no, yes. not specifically. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it was a bummer. Sorry. When did that happen? It was a few days ago. Why didn't you tell us? We could have had him service. Yeah, we could have. What was that one's name? That was Spike. Drusilla killed Spike, I think. I feel bad for two reasons now. What's the first one? Well, the scorpion died. And uh, he didn't the, get to make a necklace out of it. The first one is I forgot the, how much Caleb actually does love scorpions. And oh. the second reason is it died. Yeah. And probably I feel like I sound it probably like wasn't a painless death. Or maybe like it was. It, was it, it like might have died on its own and then Drusilla just ate him. And I feel like they probably got into a fight. Oh, I was told when they got bigger, they'd need different cages. Oh. So, so, you, so you killed figure them. that out in time. You they didn't them. get any bigger. Oh. But they got older, more mature, more hungry for their I own guess. flesh. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't think he's wrong. <laughs> for their own flesh? What the fuck? Well, their own kind. I'm getting pretty old, too. I'm starting to get hungry for humans. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, we're dipping into a different... Sorry. $500? <laughs> Hope you're kidding. Okay. Anyway, sorry, Zach. Back to the story. No, that's all right. Uh, so he takes a look at this dried scorpion charm, and he's like, yep, that's uh, that's not a good sign. Like, the focus that you use to do your magic generally has an effect on the kind of magic you do. Like, if you're you know, trying to heal somebody, you don't generally use a bloodstained knife as your wand. <laughs> all right. They should. Uh, and so he's like, whatever this guy was doing was probably not great. Uh, but if he was an untrained wizard, it shouldn't have been, like, too crazy. Yeah, that was a weird thing for me in this book, because I was like, so, they're not born wizards, and it's not like... I think it is... In that other book that we read, where, like, a wizard came and, like, essentially, I guess, like, blessed you and made you a wizard? Yeah. Or uh, gave them... Without having read it, my interpretation was, like, I think you are born a wizard, but you might not, like, no one might ever come for you, and it's totally possible you just go through your life never knowing. Hmm. Like, you have to, like, if you get that power and don't train it, it's still nothing. You need to learn how to harness the power. But I could be wrong. It it might be an everybody thing. They, uh, I'm hoping, I'm planning Well, it definitely seemed like everybody towards the end... It was like that yeah, weird-ass uh, witch show you used to watch, and they came to get the Salem? Witch. They came to get them to teach that them how to... That was really good, guys. How to deal with I remember, them. I've only seen the final episode because you wanted me to watch it. And it was a classic. <laughs> Let me tell you, if anybody you know, out there wants to watch a banger, watch Salem. You need to learn how to harness their power. <laughs> I think it was like um, a CW show. 
It was I, so much yeah, more, know. though. I was like, this shit should be on HBO. I just <laughs> wanted to use it as an example, not talk about the show. We're talking about this book now. Yeah, so I, I'm planning to read the rest of these books because I really enjoyed it. Uh, so if I find out the truth, I'll let you know. But yeah, anyways. I'd rather read Blood of Heaven 5,000 more times. Look forward to episode, Zach, what was it, 24? Uh, 28, I believe, is 28. the number you settled on for the reround of... Uh, Blood of Heaven. Just yeah. because it was it was book number fourteen, so I just also I don't think episode because of we wrote do rotations of four twenty eight won't be your week to choose. Yeah, that was my concern. Well, I feel like we're kind of I feel like after the book that I had already picked out, we were gonna do like the one that Kenny requested anyway. Yeah, I was gonna choose Kenny's book for my next go. Yeah, so I think so like we're kind of getting. I mean, not that we've had like requests coming in. We <laughs> had one request, and we're gonna do it. <laughs> Kenny, well, we, we had a list. We had a list. Yeah, friend request. of the show, Kenny. Guys, uh, guys, thank you, listener. I can't wait to hear about you. Are our first request, exactly. and uh, it will <laughs> be coming out probably in the next three or four weeks. I'm so excited for this first. And that'll be our first Stephen King novel, even though it was under the pseudonym Richard Bachman. All right, we're way the fuck off topic. Okay, back to you. We're, we're four minutes deep into the first Excuse chapter. <laughs> Man. Speed it along. We're I'm doing, trying. We're not. We're, not, we're well. out of the first chapter. We're not. Though. Yeah, we're, but. we're. But we're not super far. Uh, so, she meets with him, or uh, he meets with Monica. He gets paid. Uh, she leaves. He goes to get lunch down at his favorite bar, which is a wizard bar, where everyone just kind of. It's for like low end wizards who like never amounted to anything. Like they didn't get like trained by the council. They were called hedge wizards. And uh, it's, like, laid out, like, the tables are, like, laid out in a way that, like, pub, that's right. power can't just shoot straight through. Like, it would have to wind its way around. So it reduces the amount of, I guess, accidents? Yeah, I, I think so. Good. Like, magic they control have. their powers. Because they always have, like, an energy kind of coming off of them. It yeah. sounded like... Yeah, because no matter what, like technology your, fucks up around him, whether he's doing stuff or not. What's that yeah. called? Your aura kind yeah. of yeah. thing? Yeah. yeah, all the wizards have something of an aura, so the building's built in a way that it doesn't uh, let that be dangerous when a lot of them are together. Nice. Uh, and he sits down, he gets his first, you know, like, hot meal in a couple of weeks, and in comes uh, Susan, who is a... Reporter for, I believe it's called the Arcane, and it is the equivalent of like the National Enquirer, but for Chicago. Yeah. It's like the TMZ of wizards. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, she's not a wizard. Magic. Like, she, yeah, they're a reg, it's like, she's a regular. Paranormal activity TMZ. Yeah, it's like the National, that's what the National Enquirer is. Oh, but people don't take that's that like seriously. The, I feel like. I don't think anyone takes the Arcane seriously. Oh, I thought they did. No, I'm pretty sure he even compares it to the National Enquirer. Oh. It, like, she is a written, like, a normal-ass, like, person in Chicago trying to sell stories about the local wizard. Oh, nice. And uh, she basically is like, all right, uh, you can't tell me anything about the double homicide. How about we go out on a date Saturday? And he's like, fuck, I'm absolutely going to let something slip on this date. But he agrees to it because... Do you think she's uh, pretty? Because and... she's a hottie, and don't worry, before this happens, we get to read a page and a half about the color of her lips and the curve of her body. It's and... half a page. <laughs> well, not when you're reading it on your But phone. how does her hair <laughs> I guess, yes, yeah, you're on it. 
and act oh, like it's a well, let me tell you, person. let's go back to Detective Murphy oh, because she had God. Shirley Temple golden locks and blue eyes. I can't remember the specific had description a, had of a personality Susan. of its own. Oh, God. Yes. I mostly remember that he just said she was stocky and did Aikido. Well, he did say the Shirley Temple stuff. I vaguely I remember this. I cannot believe you. I would. You just don't know such different part. details. It's interesting. Anyways, so he agrees to go on a date with Susan uh, Saturday night. And he's like, okay, cool. I have a date. Bad news. I was going to go investigate that uh, the missing husband house Saturday night. Now I got to do that tonight because tomorrow I have to go downtown to see uh, Bianca, the lady who runs the escort service, and he knows that she's a vampire. Oh, oh fucking okay. Bianca. And he's like, that's, gonna, that, that's penciled in for tomorrow night hard. So he heads out to this lake house. Uh, nobody's there that he can find. He doesn't, like, he finds an empty, like, film canister. Uh, it picks it up, but can't, like, no one's there to, like, no one answers when he knocks on the door. And so he does a spell, basically, to summon a fairy from the Fey Realm who lives nearby called Toot Toot. I know, this is, like, my favorite part of the book. And, yeah, the fairy shows, like, he basically sets a trap with, like, bread and honey that'll lure in, like, any lesser fae because they just love the stuff. I'd get lured in. Right? And then once they enter, it turns into, like, a little magic trap. And he's like, all right, man, uh, I'll let you out if you tell me uh, what, uh, basically, any anything weird that's been going on around this house for the week. If any of your friends have seen anything, you let me know. And Tutu's like, you motherfucker. All right, fine. You let me out, but you're going to bring me a pizza. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, he's like, fairies are great. He's like, normally if this were a, like a bigger fae, this would be a huge fucking problem for me because they'll hate you forever. Tutu won't remember this in a week. Yeah, I feel bad for the fairies. They definitely make them sound like just little goldfish with wings, no memories. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. But They're not allowed to have them. That's for good people. They make, he makes That's the deal with the fairy. People. Waits Tinkerbell a few hours. Remember. Tinkerbell remembered. Last a week. She was a petty bitch. Oh, yeah. She remembered everything. She almost died. She held a grudge. She didn't get attention. Yeah, that's what I, yeah so they have <laughs> memories in other scenarios. It, yeah, yeah. in other more. stories, sure. Uh, <laughs> but so he has to hang out for like four hours waiting for this fairy to come back and be like, yeah, you know, like. I don't remember the other fairies. He's like, yeah, Chen saw like a pizza being delivered here just like last night. Uh, and he's like, okay, do you remember what it was? And he was like, it was came from the pizza truck. I don't know what to tell you. He's like, right, they can't read. It's just a van that brings pizza to them. They're all the same. It was meat lovers, uh, pepperoni, sausage, the name of Canadian the, the, the name company. of the pizza company, like Domino's, Pizza Hut. I know, I'm just kidding. Sorry. Mod. <laughs> But he's like, I don't all think right. they have their own delivery don't cars, deliver. do they? Yeah. Well, thanks for contributing. And it's at this time, well uh, just... out of the woods, basically, yeah. steps <laughs> uh, a like got tall dude, uh, weirdly skinny, gray hair, with a long silver sword that uh. steps out of the shadows. And he's like, all right, fucker, uh, I saw you do magic. You're going down. And it turns out that this is... Don't remember his first or, or whether it's his first or last name, but his name is Morgan, and he is the basically uh, agent of the council said to keep an eye on Harry and make sure he doesn't do black magic. 
And he's like, you imprisoned that creature. And he's like, I didn't make it do anything against its will. He's like, we just, I just forced it to sit still long enough that we could make a deal that doesn't actually break the rules. Which means you don't get to cut my head off. He's walking a very fine line. <clears throat> yeah. He, uh, yeah. They get into an argument from it. This Morgan guy hates him. Genuinely believes that Harry is a black magician and is trying to murder people. He thinks that Harry committed the double murder and is trying to tell the council that so that they'll just have him executed anyways. Yeah. Huh. All right. And he puts the sword away and makes some glib-ass comment to Harry, and Harry's like, okay, well, if the sword's not out, it doesn't mean he's acting as a member of the council anymore, so Harry just punches him in the face. <laughs> Which probably wasn't a great move because Morgan's twice his size and it beats the shit out of him. Wizard punch. Yeah, I don't know what to do with I mean, that. it doesn't like, really mean anything, but I guess, yeah, he was like a wizard and he punched. I just imagined punch. him screaming that as he did. Wizard punch! <laughs> and it's just like a... Wizard punch, go! It's sort of a... Didn't do much. Technically, they both wizard punch They're both other. okay fighters, but they're not, like, crazy. They're. I, I think Morgan is supposed to actually be genuinely dangerous. I think Morgan was like he's, linebacker. He's size. really old, right? Yeah, he's he really like he had gray hair, ponytail. Like he was, uh, but like he is the executioner for the council. Like he's he's had to kill people before. It's said that his the sword can cut through any magic, so you can't defend yourself with magic if he comes for you. And he is a fucking like kiss ass brown noser. Like he follows the rules to a T. That's the only reason like. Harry can talk his way out of some shit is he's because he's like, technically they didn't break the rules, and then Morgan's like, oh god, I guess according to the rule he's like, book you it didn't. It sucks that you're right, you piece of shit. And it's just like, okay, cool, plot twist. Wow. Okay. The way it was supposed to. Be. It was just an interaction between showing the kind of people they are. Anyways, Harry leaves, drives back. Uh, is I can't he's like fuck I'm running out of ideas. Uh he ends up being like, okay, well, uh if I'm gonna go visit Bianca tomorrow, like she, we've never met before, but I know she's gonna not be cool. She is a vampire. Uh so he works with the talking skull in his basement, uh named Bob, to make some potions. Bob's and pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, so there is a cat, Caleb. Bob, on the other yeah. hand, is very literally actively a pervert. He is a air spirit who's like, who's anytime you let him out, he's like, he will immediately go to the nearest college sorority and use magic to get everyone drunk. Concerning. All right. That's funny, though. That is funny. <laughs> he's like, you fucking, he, like, he's like, <laughs> the, the skull's like, hey, will you let me out? He was like, no, I remember what you did last time. I can't prove it with you, but I know it was you. Like they weren't just going to get all drunk anyways without the magic. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do, I think. But uh, right. but the skull remembers basically like a sorority party. Yeah, the, the skulls work <laughs> for like doll oh pillow God. fights, <laughs> all topless pillow in, fights. In got lingerie. it. And you know you got to look at the skin tone. Is it a all right? All right, warm, we gotta stop talking about yeah, this. Thank you. Um, light <laughs> skin, warm undertone, dark skin, cool undertone. This is getting to be too so much. So he too makes much. A, he uses he uses Bob's advice uh to make an escape potion. Which will essentially, if he's in danger, you can drink it, and it'll turn you into a cloud of mist that will then let you fly away on the wind to get away from whatever trouble you're in. But in exchange for this, 
uh, Bob's like, I want you to make a love potion. And Harry's like, no, I don't want to make a fucking love potion. I don't like them. And, you know, I don't... I have, and Bob's It's expensive. Like, yeah, he's like, Bob's like, you're gonna, or I'm not gonna tell you how to make the other potion. I don't like a love potion either. In theory, they're Yeah, they're, they're all... They're, they're not great. It doesn't seem like a great way to get somebody I, I think, you. you know, like, in the old school, like, in old, like, fairy tales, like, love potions were a thing before, like, roofies were a commonly talked about thing. And these days, we're like, yeah, that's a roofie. Yeah, that's called rape. Yeah, it's not great. Anyways, what so... What Cupid? Just, is he still around shooting arrows at people? Oh, I think Where he's, does he he's fall coming. In? We're only a couple months and The thing Valentine's is, I'm not hiring day. Cupid to shoot the person I want. Yeah. Can you? Huh. Yeah, no. I don't... I, I'm going to go ahead and say that if you roofie two people and leave, like, you don't do anything and you just wait to see what happens, that's still bad. I don't think it's... Like, on a scale, it's maybe less bad... Then you roofing someone and then doing it yourself, but I don't think you yeah. roofing two strangers and just letting it play out like a science experiment is good. So that's yeah. how I'm gonna rate Cupid. Okay, that makes sense. Quasi rapist? <laughs> He's a little baby. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, in some depictions, sometimes he is just a full-grown dude with a fucking leotard. Yeah, that's creepy. And a bow and arrow. Anyways, so he makes sea bags. You need. He ends drink. up making the love potion, or he ends up making the love potion so that he can get this escape potion. And uh, yeah, we jumped to Friday. I need a drink. Never had a refreshing taste of sperm. God, let's jump into drink corner. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Mallory, you got anything new? Nope, same old shit, but I did just have a little Ferrero Rocher chocolate, which was the bee's knees. As did I. Zach, anything new? No, another Huckleberry Pucker. We're, we're two in this one. I really put the first one away fast for a dude bust the talking. I'm on my second drink, and I went back to my Smirnoff Ice Blue Raspberry. Is that one still your favorite? Indeed. Perfect. And nice. Asa, you've gone through quite a few... I've had two beers. Well, I guess there's not one in the. How's the four dollar wine? Well, that's what I'm contemplating right now. If I'm gonna go and taste try it right that. now, we all want to know how it is. Oh, yeah, gotta know. We're all staring at Asa's face. In this dimly lit room. He's emotionless at the moment. It's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> you heard it here first. $4 for not that bad. $4 wine might do you the trick for you in the future. Ah, not Refreshing. the best. Not the worst. Well, that's good. I, I, I'd that's probably something. do it again. I'd probably, right. I'd probably try it again. In the spirit of the escorts, <clears throat> escort we're about to go meet, would you rather have $4 wine or a $4 hooker? He's got a free hooker right here. Jesus. Okay. And All she's right. not an we can escort. Get back into the she's yeah, I'm she's back the into madam. Yeah, she is the madam, pay, uh, which is a different thing. I'll take the wine uh, and what I got. Okay. Okay. So the next day, before I... So I'm going to go ahead and say this part now because I don't specifically remember where it comes up in the book. He her, goes... So, her black titties? No, that's later. And I don't... Okay. We will get Let's to the vampire back. when we get to the vampire. <laughs> I wanted to get this wait, piece of case what, out of the way. Wait, oh, we're going to get back to this? We're coming we, back. You think I, I would skip it? Come on. I have questions already, but I'll wait. Uh, so he calls around to all the pizza places in the area and figures out which one would deliver to the lake house and finds out that, like, talks to the pizza boy. The pizza boy's like, 
Look, man, I already told you, I won't say anything to anybody. Please stop calling me. Mm. And finds out that, like, the pizza boy had been out there, seen something, and that somebody else has already called to threaten. Okay. And so he learns that not only was somebody out there, like, the night before him, they were probably still out there the night he was there, and they were just, you know, hiding. Lurking in the shadows. Yeah. Lurking it. And he's like, all right, well, that's interesting, in? but... Is that what you said? Lurking it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he's like, well, you know, that that's interesting, but that's, uh, you know, future me's problems. Tonight, I gotta go see a vampire. And so he gets all set up, uh, like, he gets, um, like, his some of his magic rings. He's like, I can't bring, like, my blasting ring and my staff, because then she'll just think I'm there to kill her. And he's like, so I'll bring the escape potion... And he has a folded uh, napkin in his pocket that he doesn't say what's in it. What uh, is in it? You will find out. You know. That's how books work, Asa. It's Kamarag, Asa. That's what we're saying. <laughs> is it? Just some loose cummies. I mean, what he's going to do with that. <laughs> Refreshing. She's all, bam, you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> this will slow you down. Have you ever watched a pregnant lady you're run? You're eight months pregnant, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah, that's funny. I don't know if you call it a run, really. Hey, so we've oh, already... Guys, that was the guys. joke. We've already kidding. talked about this. We have, it's been four seconds since we got sidetracked. <laughs> okay, sorry. sorry. Uh, Alright, so, where yeah. are we at here? Going to see the vampire. Yeah, we're, he goes to see the vampire. He pulls up to the place. His car breaks down because it's a piece of shit. Basically talks to the guy at the counter, call, or at the front gate, calls a tow... And then he goes in to meet with the vampire lady. He's like, basically, he's like, tell her my name. She'll want to see me. And they go in. He meets the madam. Uh, the, Bianca is her name. The vampirist. Yeah, she's extremely pretty. She's sort of what you picture. When we get a nice another description Bianca. of get a another description of a pretty pale lady. thigh, dark hair, plungy neckline. What was this I heard about cool. black nips? <laughs> Again, <laughs> we will nips. get there. We gotta do it in order. It wasn't her then. Eh. Just wait. <laughs> we gotta do it in so order. He's talking to her for like a very brief amount of time and he's like, I'm just like, they step into her parlor and she's like, he's like, I just want to talk to you about, uh, God, I already forgot. Your girl, Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer. Uh, Your girl, Jenny. And she immediately bears her fangs, pulls out her claws, and tries to kill him. Just the second the door is closed. And he has like half of a second. He's like, can't get to the escape potion. So he rips the uh, napkin out of his pocket. And it turns out he'd been storing sunlight in it. Uh Like he had a little ball of sunlight. And it burns the flesh off like half of her face. Like her whole demeanor changes. And now she's got like bat wings. She's, she's covered in fur. Vampire form. Yeah, she's got like the big, weird nostril, huge eyes. She had a bat-like face. Uh, flabby black breast hung before it, spilling out of the black dress that no longer looked feminine. <laughs> That's funny. Now I get it. That's hilarious, though. Anyways, there's yeah. your black titty, Susan. <laughs> yeah, it Good all makes God. sense now. Flapping sense. in the wind. Anyways... Just he manages to, you know, get his magic up so she can't attack him again immediately. He's like, he's, all, he's like, she doesn't know this, but if she attacks me again, 
I'm fucked. So we gotta tone this down. Huh. Uh, so he manages to convince her that he did not kill Jennifer. And that he's trying to track down who did. And she ends up giving him the name of the other call girl who used to work with her. Should I say call girl? Escort? I don't know the differences between them. I don't know if anyone here I does. say escort. I think escort is technically like the high end <clears throat> call girl. Which they are. Yeah. Does it just go like, okay, I hooker, think, call girl, escort? I think escorts are more like you'll go to dinner and then it happens. They're like you gotta drop some money. They're not called it. hookers. They're called sex workers. That's that. what I was just gonna say. Ladies of the night. I'm sorry. I don't know. Sex this. worker. That's politically correct. Is that That's right? what they prefer to be called. Okay, I can yeah. work with that. I just. I don't know any. I have no way of getting this information. Yeah, right. I, th- I think escorts <laughs> are like dinner. Okay, well, I, know any. I, was... I don't know it. They, their facade is we just go on dates, but I yeah. think that that way they can not have their in numbers. The fine in the phone print book. is what happens after the date. Yeah, yeah, like, it's like a happy ending massage parlor. That's what yeah. I was yeah. just gonna say. But You're before paying... he gets the name, you've been to what? Bianca is so yeah. stressed out that her assistant comes in and pulls up her sleeve to let her feed. To let her feed and. Don't worry, he makes sure to mention that... What's her name? Wait, the assistant comes in. No There's a lot going on right now. Mallory's really upset about all of it. Mallory he's... doesn't like that he thinks that women are pretty. That's not the problem at all. Is how explicitly he describes their breasts in the creature. He... And it's fucking weird. Whatnot. It's weird. It just goes a little overboard. Uh, yes, very overboard, I would say. Um. So, the back to the book, that the assistant... Let's her feed off. Yeah, the, the assistant knows that she's a vampire. So Rachel comes in, pulls up her sleeve, and Harry doesn't just walk out. He stays behind and watches, even though they don't know he's watching. And he makes note of, like, how it looks like Rachel was, like, craving it and how her nipple oh. got a little bit hard under her shirt. I was just like, for fuck's it's sake, It's because dude. he's, like, the, the vampire saliva is like a drug. Yes. It makes people he's want like, to be fed on. Ooh, and then her nipples got and hard like, under her shirt. Okay, cool. Can we move along? This guy sounds like no. he's a teenager. <laughs> because I have to talk about he's it like now because you brought it up. year old man. Boy. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, he notes that the vampire saliva is like a drug. Like anyone who, like, <laughs> that when people lick it, like if a vampire basically licks you before they bite you, it's sort of like ecstasy, and that way they want you to feed on them. Hmm. And he's like, now I understand why the council is so hardlined about vampires. Like, if vampires ever cross any wizard at all, that's a death sentence for that vampire. The white council will send someone to wipe them out. And he's like, he's like, I get it. Like, if you got a wizard addicted to a vampire, essentially you'd have a vampire with a wizard slave. Like yeah. and they, who knows what they could do? With Sounds that hot. I was surprised he didn't mention that. No, he actively says he was kind of terrified as he watches the vampire eat that girl. That girl does not live. We don't know that. It is heavily implied in the next. Heavily encounter. implied. He did not see her get eaten. Yeah, because he walks down to the front gate. The guy gives. He's like, "Hey, here's the tote. Like the tow truck's on the way. Here's the card with the name on it." And he's like, "I thought the assistant was gonna bring me the name," and he was like. He sees, like, the guy, like, look up at the house with, like, a look of, like, fear on his face. And he's like, she's not coming. Mm. Like, implying that Bianca went, like, 
too far or something like Rachel and her hard woman. nipples are probably they're just fucking now it's hard for rigor mortis okay it was worth a shot all right they're we're gonna just, let that joke just out. fucking now as well <laughs> maybe if it's just cold in the room he didn't okay. mention the temperature of the room though huh he never does okay never mind <laughs> <laughs> I just realized we didn't. I don't know if that's true or not, actually. They talk, he talks a lot about like the rooms later in the. Anyways, it does not matter. <laughs> Holy shit. So many things don't matter, probably. Yeah, <laughs> all right. So he, le- he leaves there, calls the number of this girl, uh, Linda, who is an uh, escort who used to work with Jennifer. And she's like, I don't want to talk to you. I'm not giving you anything. Like, I don't want to talk to the police. Go away. And he can hear in the background, essentially, like an airport, like speaker, like announcement. And he's like, all right, I think I might know where she is. And if I just go there right away, I might be able to catch her. And it's a lot harder to, you know, talk your way into saying no to people in person than it is just hanging up on them on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. So he manages to get to the airport finds her by, like, calling the phone and watching when someone answers. And she is now a limo driver for this rich family that she's waiting on. Oh, nice. He talks to her for a bit. She is more open now that he kind of has her cornered uh, about, like, basically her relationship with Jennifer. They used to be lovers, and they used to work together on jobs. Like, they would both go together to see that Tommy Toms guy who's dead now. Uh, but she sees her bosses coming out of the airport, and she's like, I can't tell you anything about the murder. I don't know anything. Go away. I don't want to get in trouble. And he hands her his card and is like, okay, if you think of anything, let me know when he leaves. Yeah. And then as he is getting home, someone comes up behind him and hits him in the back of the head with a baseball bat. Can we rewind, though? I just want to explain how often this shit was... I- I feel like it, we know it's pretty often already. I have a question real quick, actually. Yes. What do you think would be worse, a baseball bat or a golf club? Oh, a golf, golf club. Go- yeah. I feel like a I baseball so bat that it's more evenly... Yeah, because the, the finer the point, the more the damage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just... Also, most baseball bats thing. are wood, which I feel like is better than just straight metal. Most of it them could are. be There's either. a lot of metal bats, man. I know, but like well, I mean, at the end of the day, aren't like some of the higher end golf, like the heavier golf clubs, the same weight as that bat, but now in a small ball? No, I was thinking because they're kind of they have a sharpened edge on them, kind of sort of. Is so it a slice. putter? That's all bad. A... All these features are way worse to get. But you're not going to hit as hard. You probably hit harder with a bat, but. Well, because it's lighter, you might actually be able to swing it faster, and the faster something's going, the more damage it will do as well. Anyway, sorry, sorry. I'm just going to say, I think a baseball club is better used after you hit them on the head and then they're on the ground, because then you can get the full call swings. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> Mallory's face went to horror. Mixed uh, weapon fighting, I like it. All right. Yeah, I just thought So anyways, cool. this guy, he, someone comes up behind Harry and he's like, hey, you got to stop swings. asking questions, knock it the fuck off. I'm thinking about this too much now. Baseball bat to the yeah, side kill, of the head, because then you have You're thinking spread. about getting full swings after they hit the ground, like, Dude, it's ju- he's just so trying to intimidate. Control. It's one of Marconi's guys trying to intimidate Harry into you know knocking it the fuck off. We tried paying you off. Now we're gonna try scaring you off. You only guess is what's next. So they can't shoot him. Shoves a ball of sun in this guy's eyeball. 
Can they shoot him? He does not. No, he just lays on the ground. He's been hit in the back of the head with a baseball bat. Oh, okay. He's not okay. <laughs> I forgot about the baseball bat thing. Yeah, yeah. No, he focused about the fucking golf club. He essentially crawls back into his apartment, uh, and to try and stay awake in case he has a concussion, he does the research on the black magic, thinks he figures out what's going on, like, how they did it. Uh, and... How do you research that? He's got books, he's got the skull. He's a wizard. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't go super into it, he just says he starts researching how one would do it. And then the next morning he has an answer. They don't they don't really fill us in with the details on that one. Yeah. He came to him while he was uh, the next morning he goes to the police station to fill in Murphy with everything he's learned. Kinda has to dodge uh, answering some questions about talking to Bianca and talking to Linda and he's like, I found some stuff, but it was mostly a dead end. I have figured out the hearts were done with black magic. Uh Murphy gets pissed at him for going to talk to the vampire lady because he's not actually supposed to do any detective work. He's just supposed to explain the magic side of things. He's just like a consultant. Yeah, like he's not allowed to investigate murders. He's a public consultant. Yes. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like Lucifer, except he does not have a detective partner that goes with him everywhere. So he's not good-looking, charming. You're right. He actually is none of those things very <laughs> clearly in this book. He is crotchety, kind of slubby, and uh, goes around in a dress er, in a full trench coat and like cowboy hat. If you want a fun TV show, Lucifer, it's already finished. I do really like Lucifer. Yeah, I haven't. Well, I've just seen bits and pieces. But it's a good time. It's good. Anyways, he manages to stop uh, while he's waiting to talk to Murphy. Uh, a cop is like, "Hey, catch that guy!" And someone's running through the police station, and he manages to tackle him. And it turns out that there is a drug that has been being distributed through Chicago lately called Third Eye. And it supposedly lets you see into the spirit world. Third Eye? Yeah, and earlier in the book, uh, Harry is like, it, I mean, that's nonsense. Like, obviously, that's not real. If you're not a wizard, you can't see into the spirit world. But when he runs into this guy, like, he tackles him to help the cop stop him. And the guy's like, I can see you. You're marked by the long hunter. And here he's like, oh, no. It does work. Yeah. Because yeah. he's like, the long hunter is, I, I'm not sure, but I believe it's the demon his master sent to kill him. Well, he, yeah, because he said, yeah. like, you can... Even though he survived it, I am marked forever. You can banish it, but it's always... Yeah, like, that mark will always be there that you've run into it. Mm. And he's like, if that guy can see this, that's like that third eye stuff is real. Hmm. All right. But yeah, he goes in. Dose me up, daddy. Tells Murphy everything he's learned. Dose daddy. And then <laughs> uh, she's like, so you got hit. She's like, what's wrong with you? And he's like, I, you know, got hit a doorknob or whatever. And then he stands up and then fully blacks out and starts vomiting on the floor. Because he's been hit in the head with a baseball bat and has a severe concussion. Mm, that's pretty bad. Yeah. So she ends up. Uh, driving him home, getting him safe. Uh, he gets a phone call while he's like half passed out from Linda, who's like, hey, uh, I do have something for you after all. Like, I know who might have done it. How about I meet you tonight at your place at 7? And he's like, I feel like I had something to do on Saturday at 7 at night, but uh, I can't remember what it is right now. So, yeah, sure, come on down. And, uh, yeah, Murphy basically helps him into bed, 
and then, you know, leaves him. Uh, so I gotta go. Good luck. What? <clears throat> Sleep this concussion off. You'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, there's not much else you can do. He already did the, like, the part you have to stay awake for is almost a full day ago at this point. There's not, like, healing magic? Even if there were, he couldn't really do it at the moment. He's not conscious. Yes, he was. They don't mention healing magic if that's the case. Okay. Uh, again, 20 books, I've read one of them. I was just asking. There's I will a lot definitely, of holes, Caleb. Yeah, they, they definitely like leave a lot to I'm me. here to ask questions. You are. It's good. It's I was fine. asking the same ones. It's a good question. Thank good you. Question. Thank you. But he wakes up... Uh, is like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm feeling better. The headache's gone. Gets up, starts to make some food. And then there's, like, he's like, oh, fuck, I remembered what I need to do. Uh, and he calls uh, Monica Sells, the woman. He's like, hey, uh, you know, I went, I investigated the house. I think someone was there. And she's like, oh, you don't need to look into it anymore. Uh, and she's like, I don't need this service. Like, she's, like, talking Keep the money, code. don't worry about it. We're yeah, good. like, essentially, like, he can hear people in the background talking, so she's pretending she's not talking to him, but she's like, no, you're done, stop. Mm. And he's like, fuck it, okay, whatever, I already got paid. And about this time, there's a knock at the door, and he opens it, and Susan's there. It's time for his date that he forgot about. And he's like, ah, fuck. Okay, come on in. I He, like, tries to, you know, apologize and, like, make up for it. Like, he's clearly not ready. He is in sweatpants, and that's it, in a cold apartment. He hasn't showered. Looks like someone's hit him in the head with a baseball bat. And Well, that happened, so that makes sense. And she, he's very clearly not charming in this portion and my interpretation is she really wants the story, so she's willing to stick around while he goes to take a shower. I didn't... Nothing in what I read suggested that he charmed her into waiting through a shower. Yeah. No, I think she was just like, we were going on a date. Yeah, I guess I'll fucking wait for you. Don't have anything else. Like, she clearly is still in a good mood. Like, I think she was like, all right, I've got a date with the wizard. I'm getting the story no matter how long it takes. <clears throat> like, she's committed to her craft, you know? Yeah, I, I like... She yeah, doesn't look paid. angry at him. She's clearly trying to get him to hurry up. Uh, so he goes downstairs, and he's showering, and he sees some movement out the way outside the window, and he's like, oh, fuck, Linda's coming, too. Uh, and he's like, okay, fuck, I cannot just let that unfold upstairs. Uh, so he throws a towel on, runs upstairs, and she's like, like, here's the knock at the door, and she opens it, and he sees out the door, and it is not Linda, but two bulbous eyes of a demon that he describes as a toad demon. You want to know what I pictured in my head, even though he said toad, but the way he described it is, like, short and, like, squatty. I pictured the leprechaun from the leprechaun movie. Oh, that's not a... I pictured kind of, like... And then I was like, that's so funny. I pictured, like, a... That's funny. Like, a, like a scaly version of, like, a scaly frog version of, like, the Ninja Turtles, like, Toka and Razor kind of thing from Ninja Turtles 2. I just can't picture them being little. I, I, I figured it wasn't, like... Like, I thought they were, like, bulky, but they were, like, crouched down like a frog on all fours. So I think it, in my head, it was, like, you know, like, taller than Mitch, but not human height. But that's because it was on all fours, 
Much like Mitch would be our height if he stood upright. Mitch is a dog, by the way. Yeah, Mitch is a great Pyrenee. Yeah, Mitch is a great Pyrenee sleeping under the recording table right now. He's pretty tall for a dog, but not tall for a person. Anyway, so... Correct. Also, did you guys ever see the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie, like the live action one or whatever? Yeah. Uh, one of them. Was it a piece of shit? The first one was it, it fun. Was, it was fine. It I, was dumb fun. Yeah. Why didn't they keep the turtles looking how they looked way back when in that movie? Because everyone wants to have their own spin on things. That was the perfect, like... Everyone wants them to look realistic. Dude, yeah, that the, was the, exactly the first Ninja Turtle movie in the 90s was great. For, like, it the was comic perfect. books, you know? Yeah. Anyway... Everyone wants to try their own thing and try not to get well, too excited about it these People days. Are, it, it, <laughs> it, everyone's in a live action. We just took two aggressively different stances on it. start coming up with new ideas instead of just remaking oh, all the old Oh, we shit. are actively just selling other people's ideas on this podcast. We are getting out of this nosedive. I'm not writing There's, a book. There is a done nothing. toad demon in the room, <laughs> and it immediately starts trying to spray acid onto them. <laughs> Fucking acid, Jesus. Yep, it opens its mouth, sprays acid. He basically, like, summons up, like, a burst of wind and blows the acid back at it. Mm. And he's like, uh, Susan... Susie Q, get out of here, babe. Yeah, run downstairs. There is a potion on the table. He's like, if you take it and think of somewhere safe, it will take you there. I I think I see what's going on. Well, it's funny because at the same time, this guy is like, he jumped out of the shower so fast, he didn't wash the shampoo out of his hair, so it's like, running into his eyes. eyes. And I'm like, this fool didn't even have the, like, sense to just slick his hair back, swoosh the shampoo out. No, he's just letting it run freely into his eyeballs for the next 30 minutes, it seems like. I mean, both of his hands are actively being used to fight a demon. It's literally something you do if you're like, I don't have time to rinse off. I'm getting out of the shower. I'm putting a towel on. I'm running out. You would do that. But no, does this guy? No. He's a wizard. He's a fucking wizard. Dry yourself off, fool. All right. Anyways. Magically dry yourself? Yeah, something. At the very least, just use your hand. I was just like, what the fuck? I've gathered so far he's not a brilliant wizard. Okay, so it's weird because, I'm sorry, I did think this throughout the book because he continuously talks about how he's not prepared. He doesn't have this. He can't do that. He can't do this and that. But then there comes a point when he's like, but I'm an experienced wizard and I've done all. And I was just like, what do you think? Are you incompetent or not? So the way magic works in this world is generally the like if you prepare it ahead of time, a wizard can basically do anything you can imagine. If you are trying to do it on the fly, it's way harder. And he, if you know what you're doing, you can still kind of make it up as you go. But it's never going to be as good as if you prepared. Don't you think you might always just be prepared and like you have a fanny pack I think of if, stuff? If you had the money to do that, yes. But he's broke, and so he's constantly barely able to afford what he has. He, like, he constantly mentions, he's like, I have a bunch of, like, essentially discount magic items that I have to get by on, rather than having real magical artifacts another wizard would have. He maybe should have taken up Johnny Marcone on his deal. He probably should. I, he, it would have gone a lot better for him. <laughs> That's what I thought. Would have saved his eyes, apparently. Money talks, bro. Anyways, so he's fighting a demon. He tells Susan to go downstairs and drink the potion to escape. And she's like, I drank it, but it's not doing anything. And he's like, okay, I don't know what's happening. But he manages to basically drive the demon back for a second. But he's like, I can't beat this thing. That's not happening down here. So he runs downstairs with her. 
manages to scratch out like a warding seal that will like keep them safe from the demon. And they're basically in this circle that they can't leave. Yeah. Otherwise you, the demon yeah, can get them, but the demon can't enter it and like the acid won't get through it. How yeah. long does it last? Uh, as long as he can yeah. focus on it. Yeah. But the demon isn't going anywhere for like the next ten hours. Yeah, it won't go away till dawn. Yeah, once dawn comes, the demon has to go back to hell. Uh, don't tell me they bone in the... Well, so that's the bad news. If there was space, they would have, I'm sure. It turns out that she has mistakenly drank the love potion that was on the counter, no. not the escape potion that was next to it. And uh. guess who lost their towel, guys? <gasps> it's Harry. Oh, that's what I was just <laughs> okay, about whatever. to guess. Wait, I, so it's Harry? I was just but who about... lost the towel? <laughs> it's Harry. Harry's, Harry's naked. Harry's naked. Susan's and trying yeah, to pull Harry. him over for fun time because she's got a love potion in her now. And he's like, if we lay down, we're all going to die. Uh, oh, yeah, he's got to stay focused. Because, yeah, if, even if they touch the edge of the magic circle, the magic breaks and they die. And uh, he's like, there's no way careful. that we could really have this happen. And I'm like, I could think of a way. This just tells me that Harry's not very experienced, you know? He actually does admit that. Wizards yeah, don't get a lot of action. This wizard doesn't get a no, lot of action. No, he says wizards in general. Though. I feel like he's speaking very generally. That's he fair. doesn't know a lot of wizards, and just because he's a fucking loser doesn't mean everybody is. Anyways, <laughs> Mallory really apparently doesn't like him. It's fine. Uh, it's not like everyone he, in Bob, the skull, chimes in. Loser wizard uh, bar. Oh, they don't talk <laughs> and hang out with him. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, the uh, Bob the Skull is like, okay, uh, all right, hey, I can see your uh, escape potion. If you'll let me out for 24 hours, I'll kick that on over to you on my way out the door. Because uh, Bob, when he's outside of the Skull, is just a basically sentient wind. Like, he's just air. Nice. Getting people fucked up. <clears throat> and he's like, okay, like, there's a brief bit of banter. And he's like, okay, Caleb. do it, deal. Cracking the code here. Yep. And Bob throws him the potion, shoots out the door, and Harry manages to, like, basically split the potion with Susan, but because they split the potion, it only just takes them outside onto the street rather than, you know, anywhere safe. And now, kind of like mixing medications, uh, she's mixed potions, and so she just starts vomiting on the floor. She's, like, overdosed on potions. Basically, you know, you you took uppers and downers, and now your body's doing bad things. I don't know how mixing medications works. One of us is a nurse. It's not me. She's vomiting. So she's not not wanting the D anymore. It sounds like she overdosed. No, because she's like she's she's vomiting. Yeah, she she's and it's like a like torrential rainstorm. Yeah, this is like full on like yeah. There's thunderstorm going, lightning's crackling, it's raining. He's naked in the street. She's She's vomiting. And now there's a demon that follows, just walks upstairs, and he's like, oh, hey. Looks like a fucking toad. He's all a ribbit. And he's like, we can't run, like, if we could get across moving water, we'd be safe. They can't cross moving water. But she can't run, and he's, like, there's a brief moment where he's, like, thinks about leaving her, and he's like, but I couldn't live with myself if I did that. But is he, is, would the demon kill her? Yeah. Yeah, Uh, because a shadow appears suddenly, like, think like a hologram, but a shadowy figure. Yeah. Uh, appears and is like mocking him, like, "Oh yeah, you thought like you thought you could meddle in my business, and now I'm gonna watch a demon eat you." And Harry's like, "Really? Now, now the bad guy wants to come in and fucking gloat." <laughs> and he, so he like reaches out and like realizes it's a hologram, and it's like, 
not only is it like basically a hologram, but it's a shitty one. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, okay, so this guy is apparently bad at magic and just like snaps his fingers and destroys the hologram and you can hear the dude screaming as it fades away. <laughs> and then the demon's coming and he's like, okay, I've got like, like it hits him all of a sudden that the reason that the demon's here in the storm, even though this guy's a shitty magician, is he's been using the power from the storms. Like, you can harness the energy from that to add to your spells. And that's how he's been doing these really advanced magics, even though this guy isn't a real wizard. But it was odd to me also because he thought about that, I feel like, not early on, but early-ish on. And he was like, but it's so, like, it's so hard to narrow that down. Like, it disperses it so much. But somehow this guy was, like, a shitty magician, but also able... To specifically he, about hearts. He, he's untrained, not necessarily unpowerful. Uneducated. Sort of like... Uh, well, even Harry was like, it would be hard for me to like take power from a storm and perform a one specific action. Yeah. Uh, and to be fair, we do learn that there's other things this guy does to help. Don't worry, the sexy times aren't ending today. Uh, oh my god, that's the whole book. <laughs> it really doesn't stop, actually. <laughs> Uh, so really, perfect. really, and I'm gonna quote Harry here. Really revs my engine. That was a line in the book. So perfect. So <laughs> Harry manages. That's a Harry's classic. Line with... Harry manages. Not to, when you're trying to be serious. Oh my I god. Like. <laughs> Harry manages to channel basically like summons the lightning from the storm and uses it to blast the toad demon into pieces. So sad. And so he's R.I.P. Toad. Yeah. So he's just laying down in the rain, just sapped. Uh, the lady, uh, Susan's laying down, vomiting into a gutter. And then the cops show up. Oh, poor Susan. And then we jump forward about an hour where we learned that the cop was sent by Murphy to come pick him up because there's been another murder. And the cop saw a naked guy on the side of the street and was like, well, I should probably look into that. But Susan was able to be like, hey, we just, you know, fun, bedtime fun got a little carried away. And now we ended up out on the street. It's not a problem. No one did anything wrong. So he doesn't get in trouble. He puts on some sweatpants, a t-shirt, cowboy boots, and a duster. Because his regu- half his regular clothes got melted by acid. <laughs> and so he shows up to find out why Linda never showed up to the date. Because uh, her heart has exploded out of her chest. Oh, my fucking word. You gotta I be know. kidding me. No, poor Linda. Uh, why? Because she knew who killed her friend Jennifer and Tommy. Mm-hmm. Oh and she was gonna God. tell. She was, you know... <sighs> what is it? Loose lips sink ships. Snitches get their hearts torn out stitches. of their chest and pulped. <laughs> and no stitches. I don't... Well, I mean, maybe after the autopsy, if she's gonna have an open casket... I feel like it's difficult with the whole heart explosion. Well, I mean, you still gotta try. Nice to just put clothes best. on over it. Yeah. Take some exactly. skin from the buttocks, maybe. Maybe get a pig. I don't know. Uh, it's better if you take it from. I don't the know the ins and outs of mortician work, although I'd like to. That would be a fun job. I don't, dude. Should we breed. go to school for that and open our own mortuary? You should. You you'll never yeah. always be busy. Yeah. People we, are always dying. And we don't really have to talk to any living people. It really yeah, is. Yeah, I just talk to all the dead people. Do you want to do the cut in and the... Psh, 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 or do you want to do the hair and the makeup? I feel like I could do, do the hair and the makeup, makeup of course. <laughs> Me and Asa said it at the same time. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
Okay. That's fine. I would like to do Your that. Your brother, he carries a comb. He has a comb in his pocket right now. I you know think you does. could make somebody look You think you could make somebody look good on the worst day of their life? I have two in my car, and I feel like I could figure it out. You're closer to figuring Caleb's it out. Caleb's going to look at him, and he's going to look at a picture of him, and he's going to be like, you never should have oh. had a side part. Cosmetology Down the like middle it goes. <laughs> like a 10-month course or something like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, Linda's dead. Thank you. you should look into that. Oh, though. my God, Asa. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Linda's dead. <laughs> Murphy is like, hey, what do you know? And holds up his business card that she had. Like, you're no more than you're telling me. And he's like, I I can't tell you. If the, you know, basically, if the Dark Wizard knows that you're on to him, he's just going to do the same thing to you. If I tell you anything about the White Council, they're going to kill you. Like... Mm. There's nothing I like basically just looks at her and says, I can't help you. And she's like, okay, you're coming. Like, I don't care. You're coming down to my office tomorrow and making a full statement or I'm putting out a warrant for your arrest for obstruction of justice. And he basically just has to give up and leave. Uh, And while he is walking home, uh, he sees one of Marconi's guys walks up to him Punches him in the gut three times, cuts off some of his hair, and tries to run away. Harry tries to fight him, and it goes okay until uh, some random guys at the gas station break it up. But the guy who stole his hair just gets in a car and drives away before Harry can do anything. And Harry's like, oh, that guy now has my hair. And that means that he can do the death magic on me. Like, he has a link to me now that he can use to hit me with his magic. It, so the next time there's a storm, my heart's going to explode. Hit him with your and he's like, and I am absolutely not going to stand by and take this. So he goes home, gets his staff, gets his blasting ring, gets every charm he has, walks down to Marconi's Cub, blows the doors off of the establishment, basically does like that thunder wizard shout and calls out Marconi. And Marconi's like, oh, okay. Uh, guys, uh, restaurant's closed for the night. Everybody go home. Your tabs are free. Uh, Harry, if you step aside, we can talk. <laughs> and, like, Marconi's not phased at all. Like, that's just the guy he is. Dude like, is Stone Cold. I was like... Yeah, he, he is a straight-up gangster. Respect. You know? Yeah, like, Harry's even like... Yeah, he's that makes sense. He's got a really good poker face. Walks in, looks at him, and he's like, yeah. I know you sent a guy to hit me last night. And he was like... And Marconi's like... That seems like a thing that might have happened. And he's like, but now I know that one of your guys came and beat me up and took some of my hair. And he's like, and I'm going to have that back one way or the other. And the guy's like, I didn't send anyone after you today. Like, basically, the guy he's calling Gimpy because he managed to break the guy's knee in the fight is sitting at the table with Marconi. And he's like, oh, this is really easy. Open his pocket and get the hair. And he's like, and if you didn't send him to do it, that means he's working for whoever's distributing 3i, your primary rival. Because Marconi is the guy who runs the drug trade, so somebody else doing wizard drugs isn't okay with him. Yeah. All right. And the reason Marconi didn't want Harry investigating it is because Marconi wanted to find the killer and deal with it himself, rather than let the police deal with it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Typical. And so Marconi turns on this guy and he's like, okay, open your pockets, show me everything you got. And Gimpy clearly is very uncomfortable. Yeah, Gimpy freaks out, effectively realizes he's made, 
pulls a gun and tries to shoot everyone. Uh, Harry just throws up a shield and all the bullets bounce off. And then the other guy... Yeah, and then uh, the bodyguard just pulls a gun out and shoots Gippy in the head. This was the one part where I feel like this was the only time where Harry really shined, you know? That and the the end, I thought he did good. But yes, I I did feel like this was the first time I was like, heck yeah, go Harry. Up until then, he was just like this bumbling fool where I'm like, I can't even take you seriously. I don't even believe this dude is actually a wizard. He's just talking about being a wizard. He doesn't actually do any wizard wizardry things. He can't even do any, like, make potions without Bob. And I was just like, I can see how maybe this translates better in a show. But I don't know. Yeah. yeah like, was... I feel like there's some stuff maybe we're missing. And I think some of it is, is he's essentially a guy who's, like, down on his luck. And so until he, like, puts everything he has into it. It's always half-assed and kind of bumbling. Well, I just feel like maybe if they, if the book had focused more on him being down on his luck and like how that was affecting him, like more so than how he looks at the breasts of every woman that he meets, I might have been more inclined to be like, okay, I'm putting the picture together. But as it is, all I see is a fucking pervert. I feel like you got really hung up on that. I was just like, okay, it's every fucking chapter almost yeah and it's pretty easy to just be like okay boobs boobs moving on i guess if you're a dude yeah i am i, <laughs> I didn't like care that was the target demographic was I'm like relatively dudes certain don't that this see is a lot geared, of boobs on it, their own it was probably geared for dudes i don't know dudes that don't get a lot i'll find out when i read the rest sex. of them <laughs> Anyways. Zach's going to start his own spinoff podcast is specifically focused on the Dresden Files. <laughs> I don't think I've ever described the curvature of a, a breast. I was telling Ace about it, and he was like, what do you mean ever. the curve of the breast? And I was like, well, if I was going to describe you yours. Like the uh, yeah. The, the nice, the, the subtle textures yeah. of your nipples. Yeah. <laughs> so Mallory was nice enough to describe the my part, own the angle. breasts, as she put it for me. And they are kind of, I get a... Uh, it's been a rough year. It's been a rough... You've been really... It's been a rough uh, 10 years for me here. <laughs> Last okay, 10 so years. Hey, so you got an impressive rack. Don't you Jesus let her tear that You should see it without my shirt on. Have you? So Gimpy's dead. On the boat. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Gimpy's dead. Uh, the hair's not in Gimpy's pocket after all. I mean, Caleb's never uh, hard after that, if I remember right. Asa! His nips are always hard. <laughs> That's true. Sorry. Correct. Sorry. Marconi's okay. like, all right, sorry, man. I don't have anything for you. This guy doesn't have anything for you. I really hope you find this guy. I'm not going to help you. But if you do manage to take him down, I'm going to tell everyone that I sent you. Because that, if you don't find and kill him, I now have to kill you for blowing up my establishment. If you can find and kill him, I'll just take credit. Hmm. Uh... And he says, okay. Yeah, cool. Harry's just like, honestly, that's a perfectly fine deal with me. But so I'm going to die. Because this guy just blew the place up, and they know he's a wizard, but, like, nobody is afraid of him at all. They're just, like, uh, still threatening him. That's what, another part where I'm like, is this, is this dude for real? That's how, that's how they roll. The wizards? No, gangsters. No, I'm not Listen. talking about the gangsters. I know how a gangster, Wait, well, I mean, I think I know how a gangster rolls, but. That's the first part of what you were saying. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so he leaves, uh, somewhere along this point in time, Morgan is like, hey, 
Uh, another person's dead. I'm certain it's you. I've called the council. They're going to be here Monday to render judgment on whether or not you live or die. And pretty much they already think you're guilty. Yeah, so like everyone already thinks you're guilty. Peace the fuck out. And so he's like, okay, I've got no leads. Uh, all my you. friends have are, I don't have any friends left. Most of my magic items are spent. Uh, I, you know, concussed, haven't hardly slept in a few days. Uh, and honestly, I'm fucking tired. So he just goes for a walk. And like, he's like, either I die on Monday when the council gets me, or I die the next time there's a thunderstorm. It's April. They're coming. Yeah. Uh, and the thunder rolls. The thunder rolls. Another love grows cold. On a sleepless night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so and beautiful. he basically so goes for a walk <laughs> and ends up yeah. back at Linda's apartment and just like sits down and is like ready to give up. And then someone shows up at the apartment. Uh, trying to break through it and find something. Uh, who is it? My but Harry, uh, so while Harry was sitting there, he found a roll of film. Oh, yeah. And it turns out that this guy is looking for that roll of film. He is a photographer that Linda hired to photograph the guy she was working for. Uh, who she thinks killed, uh... Jennifer. Jennifer. I can't hold I, on to that name I was gonna say, I don't reason. know why, and it's... It's just I've Jennifer. got every other name in this book. I Just Jennifer. Yeah, just Jennifer. I don't know why. Every time you say Jennifer, it makes me think of Yennefer. Which oh, Sam, from The Witcher? Yeah, Sam, which honestly. is making me Jennifer feel Lopez. weird. <laughs> Yennefer Lopez. I never even watched a whole show. Anyway, Jennifer sorry. Lopez. <laughs> uh, but he manages to kind of scare the guy, because the guy thinks that he's being attacked by a dark wizard, so Harry scares him by showing him a little magic, manages to convince him to be like, all right, who were you, uh, what were you doing? And he was like, I was taking photos of Victor Sells, which he, you know, at this point, Harry's put two and two together, and he's like, so this guy, that I, this dark wizard I'm looking for is the same missing husband guy who is also the person who's killed all three of these people hmm. and sent a demon to kill me. That was another part where I was like... From the beginning, I was like, somehow these are connected. The yeah, I, as a narrative thing, like, from us in the real, like, reading a book, we know that they're going to link up somehow. But, like, in real life, like, I get multiple jobs all the time, and they don't ever have anything to do with each other. So I can see why he wouldn't know that. Yeah, I was just like, all right, I saw that coming a mile away. Finally, we're here. I'm but like, yeah. maybe if you'd taken that job a little more like seriously. In the setting of the world, it also it does make somewhat of a sense because I mean, how many wizard, how many WPIs do you think there are in the city? Well, we get to we actually learn how he got roped, like why these are linked, anyways. Because there's not even just a magical reason; there's a very direct, literal reason. As oh. he is essentially like, okay, new lead. I'm gonna go talk to Monica, and he basically Money. he goes to her house and is like, hey, Monica, uh, we're gonna talk right now and she's like i don't really want to talk to you i told you we're not doing this anymore and he's like yeah i am aware that you don't want to talk to me anymore that ship sailed and just forces the door open and he's like you're gonna tell me now and he goes in talks to her and she admits that her husband basically got into dark magic has been using like 
sex magic, like basically promising people stuff. And he has like this family that will come have sex with him. So, and he'll pull the magic from that and then use the thunderstorms and he'd make this third eye drug and basically just doing dark wizard shit. It was, it's a weird thing. It's like basically every time he throws an orgy, which is what he was doing at the lake house. Which That's is what, what the, the guy was taking pictures of. Yes, was photographing. Uh, he makes, he gets all this energy and yeah, can either he, direct it at one specific thing or make all these drugs. It's just... Yeah, and he... There's a lot of fucking stuff. Yeah, he's basically been abusing yeah. his wife, and so it turns out that Jennifer was her sister and was trying to go to, uh, like, basically Tommy Tom and be like, hey, tell your boss where this guy is. Make him go away. Uh, and so he found out and had them both killed, uh, but doesn't know his wife, uh, has basically gone to hire him. She was like, I hired you to find my quote unquote missing husband. She knew where he was hoping you would realize what he was and just deal with it yourself before it ever came back to me. But now she's like, it's too late. We're all dead. Yeah. She's like, you're dead. We're dead. Uh, she has two children. She's like, I just want. The best for my children, but like, yeah, like he looks into her eyes and basically sees that like she was abused her whole childhood before this, and now she is again. Like nothing changed for her, and he's like, I think she mentions that for a while she kind of liked having sex in the circle. Mm-hmm. It was freeing, but now she's like, well, that doesn't seem that great, and it's like you don't like having sex in friend of a bunch of people with a bunch of strangers in the circle meaning i think if there wasn't the abuse that went with it yeah (laughs) that's weird can't imagine that you don't like that you know yeah but yeah so her in the circle so it's a literal circle yeah i'm pretty sure they have there are literal circles involved in most of the magic yeah if if you step outside the circle it breaks the spell yeah yeah so they're like fucking and there's just like a lightning bolt coming from out of their crosses. I pictured a circle of... Man, never Donners? mind. We won't get into what I like was Like a... Picturing. No, a human centipede situation? Yeah. yeah! Circle of... Human you know what I recently thought about? Because on my birthday, I was hanging out with a couple of my friends, and we were talking about human centipede and how terrible that would be, obviously. Right. Faces of the movie. Uh, but then I was thinking, you know, like, when you're in a stressful situation like that, I was like, what if... You're one of those people that in stress you lock down. You don't shit. You know? I don't then shit what? When I'm on but then I'm like, it just takes one. It takes one person that's a nervous shitter to fuck everybody else, yep. right? Actually, I mean. Well, just one. It when was I just... watched the, hu- in, in the well, human centipede, I watched the movie. One of them is the middle one is constipated. And he says that he has to give her laxatives. Oh my god, I guess I I watched it once years ago and I tried to... I'll say okay, it, but hey I guys, bummer warning. I guess we're talking about the human centipede. I mean, now. cut this if you want. <laughs> I might. The I first guy actually is like a nervous shitter and does have diarrhea. I've never yeah. seen it, and I don't want to. It's probably for the All best. Right. Well, you know, at least a little relevant to what's happening in the book, honestly. Uh, I'm just saying. Yeah, well, I'm saying, like, it, it kind of ties in a little bit. That's related, sort of. There's no mouth. Situation. There's no ass to mouth in this book that I'm that aware we know of, of. That we know. That honestly, in the orgy circle, maybe. Maybe that's book. I feel like ass goes to everything. Seven. Mouth goes to everything. You just don't know. Yeah, it, what yeah. part of a body? Okay, now that like no, in modern days. No, Caleb, don't even do that. Don't what? act like you're so begrudged right now. Yeah. So 
He's talked to Monica. <laughs> the mystery is revealed at this point. He can hear the thunder, kind of, like he can see the clouds on the horizon. He can He's see like, the thunder roll. Yeah. So he Thunder's drives rolling. back to, uh, he's like, all right, I'm going to go back to my office. I'm going to get my blood, like, I'm going to get the guy's talisman, like, use it against him, figure out how to do stuff. And he shows up, uh, and Murphy is there. And he she is already. He calls her on the phone yeah. first. Yeah, he calls Murphy, and, he, and she's in his office, and he's like, she's like, Harry, what the fuck is in your desk? Like, I can hear something rattling around. And he's like, oh, fuck, he brought that, like, that talisman is a trap. He brought it back to life once he realized someone had it. Wait, did we talk about Murphy before? The Murphy's detective? Murphy's the detective with the Shirley Temple uh, yeah, curls. I forgot about that. Uh, and, like, she, so at first arts. he had tried to call the police station to tell her, but the phone line was really bad, and the guy was like, she's not here, she's at, she's at Dresden's yeah, office. Doing yeah, doing a search. Because they got a warrant for his office because he never showed up for questioning that morning. And he's like, oh, fuck. So he calls his office. She answers the phone. But it's like one of those things where he's like, don't open that drawer. And it's like, she's a detective. Obviously, he should have been like, go to the closet. Yeah, she can hear something moving in the drawer. And he's like, don't open it. It's going to kill you. And then she opens it. And it promptly tries to kill her. He goes yeah, upstairs, and it turns out the dried scorpion charm uh, is now, like, three feet tall and uh, has a, the same amount of venom as a three-foot-tall scorpion would. Yep. Uh, and so he's trying to escape this thing, but it's knocked his weapons away. It's smart. Like, got rid of his staff, got rid of his ring. Uh, he manages to get to the elevator, uh, and it... Like, he gets it going down, but it rips into the shaft, crawls on top of the elevator, and is trying to, like, cut the ropes. But don't worry, because prior to this, guess what this dumb bitch fucking did? Oh, yeah. She fucking fucking handcuffed them to each other. Because she's poisoned Delirious, and she thinks he brought the scorpion to kill her. She thinks he did it. Harry? Yeah. And so she handcuffs him to her, so now he can't run or use his right hand. Uh... Uh, yeah, so they're handcuffed together in this fucking elevator shaft. And as, like, the scorpion's, like, trying to rip its way through the top, he basically summons a giant burst of air, launches the elevator at the top of the shaft, crushes the bug, and then falls all the way back down. And m- manages to do a little bit of magic and keep them from exploding on impact. Well, you just have to jump just before you hit. And I think that I was works. thinking so about that. that does that. not work. No, I think it does. You have to know exactly you when you would hit. Well, sorry, theoretically it might work, but if you did it wrong, you'd hit the ceiling and break your neck, and if you well, hit yeah. it too late, you just don't do it in time. Well, yeah, your timing has to be really good. Really, How do you know when really you hit really the ground, good. Asa? You just sense it. People sense it. You just feel your right. presence in the earth? Yeah, you count. Do you know how long it takes you to fall eight stories, Asa? Uh, about eight seconds, I think. I don't think that's true at all. I but. had no idea. I was just <laughs> <laughs> correct, I'm pretty sure. You think that so. they would have that built into elevators where it's like, if there's like an override where if it's like plummeting, it's like, jump, jump, jump. <laughs> That's what the emergency brakes are for. Jump around. <laughs> uh, jump they, have, around. they have that. They're just not counting shot, on Shot, shot, real smooth. They <laughs> just in a falling elevator. <laughs> now slide. Now slide to the right. <laughs> slide to the... <laughs> So he wakes up, no, the, move as the EMTs are 
helping Murphy. He's like, she's got stung by a scorpion. She's going to need anti-venom. Uh, and He's mansplaining to a paramedic how to be a paramedic. Well, he's telling her uh, what happened to her. Well, at one point, even he's like, she needs a tourniquet. And the guy's like, dude, oh, I'm yeah, an you're EMT. Right, I know how to do EMT shit. So fucking maybe get the fuck out of here. And he does. He like sw- squeezes her tiny little hand out of the handcuffs and yep. pieces out. With his handcuffs still on. Yep, he heads to the bar to borrow a car that'll actually get him out to the lake in time. The bar owner, Mac, give, lends him his Firebird. And before he can leave, Morgan, the uh, wizard council guy, walks through the door and he's like, yeah, no, we're going to sit in this room and wait until the council gets here. And Harry's like, yeah, Morgan, I don't know about that. Grabs a chair and hits him across the fucking head with it. Man. I was getting hit in the head with things hard. Yeah, and he's like, things. Movie, he's like, dead. in movies, you know, chairs break when you hit people with them. He's like, in real life, usually it's the person that breaks. And he's like, Morgan falls over, and he's like, okay, well, later, everybody, and then gets in the car and leaves. All right. Uh, and he rolls out to the lake house and opens his third eye, which is a thing wizards can always do, but they don't usually want to because if you keep it open too long, you go insane. Like, the spirit world isn't a... Gr- like, there's a lot of bad things in the spirit world, and if you happen to be looking at them, you'll lose your mind. Yeah, that's probably what happened to me if I opened my third eye for too long, too. Most Is this people, a yeah. butthole joke? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know how you knew that. That was good, Zach. <laughs> ah, classic Asa. <laughs> okay. That was good. <laughs> good Thank one. You. Uh... Uh, Dresden opens his third eye. Like, he can see, like, weird creatures all over the place. Like, there's, like, black magic has, like, brought, like, spirits in from, the like, the world that are just, like, crawling all over the house. He's moving through it. He can hear uh, music in the, like, the upper loft of this lake house. Uh, you know, the sounds of people fucking. Uh, and he sees crates and crates... Is that what Ace sounded like? <laughs> that was good background music. Can that be the outro? Yes, he's crates and crates of like these, you know, basically potion bottles that are third eye. Uh, and climbs up, he's getting ready, walks in and preps himself and he sees uh, the two people that uh, Linda had been working for that she picked up from the airport. And uh, this dude, the Victor, Beckett. yeah, Victor Sells, that he's been calling the Shadow Man, uh, just you know, getting ready to plunge, like uh, plunge. A, I think it's a dagger into like a voodoo doll of him, basically with his hair on it. Like there's the thunderstorm going up ahead. People are just having sex in the corner, and Dresden just throws a fucking rock through the circle and breaks it instantly, and the spell just falls apart. And then what happens after that? Uh, they Everyone's get really like, mad oh, and pull guns. It really, well, what am I doing? Things really fall apart here. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, the he gets pissed, starts screaming at Dresden about how he's nothing. This is the law of the jungle. The strong eat the weak. Uh, the two naked people grab submachine guns and start trying to shoot. Welcome to the jungle. Get to where's you yeah. every day. Start trying to shoot Dresden. God, Dresden's like, there today, oh. Sounds like. Great, and manages to run into the kitchen and, like, basically, like, hide behind a counter or whatever. And then 
He's like, stop firing the guns, damn it. And the guns start jamming because all the magic's going around. And the shadow man starts, pours a bunch of the scorpions out on the ground and starts transforming them and sending them to hunt uh, Dresden. A little army of scorpions. And Dresden is like, okay, what do we have in the room? What can we do? And he sees a broom in the corner of the room and he's like, God, I can't believe I spent so much time learning that charm and that's going to be what saves me. And he turns the broom into a cleaning spell that will sweep everything that isn't a person off of the fucking ledge. And it just goes out and starts batting these scorpions off the side of the house. That's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, he goes full Fantasia (laughs) on a guy. I was like, fuck yeah, I like this. Nice. Nice. Yeah, so this this broom's going around Fantasiaing all the murder scorpions and the fucking... uh, Victor or Victor Shadowman is like, all right, you guys get out of here. Uh, take the third eye and go. Take the third eye and go. And <laughs> he's like, don't go down into that the regular part of the house, or those scorpions will rip you to shreds. Like, because they're trapped down there now, and they're gonna be mad. Yeah. And uh, he's like, all right, Dresden, you fucking idiot. Like, I'm gonna show you what real power is. And he, like, does the ritual and summons the demon again. The is toad... Dresden, is that Harry? Yeah, Harry Dresden. Okay. I uh, forgot his last name. So sorry. We yeah. referred to him as Harry for a long time. So, anyways, go on. Sorry. Uh, but he's, like, <clears throat> like does this loud chanting and summons the demon. And Harry, like, and he's shouts. he's, like, what is the demon? It's, like, uh, like Zazafar or something. Or yeah, it, there's a lot of X's in that name. Uh, and he's, like, Hey, Victor, you're a fucking idiot and you should have gone to school. And he's like, why is that? And Harry chants the name and the demon stops in place. And he's like, you you shouldn't just give out a demon's name to other wizards. And he's like, all right, buddy, you're free now. Do whatever you want. Yeah, I got to find his name because I was kind of <laughs> like, basically, that's cool. I might name when you summon a demon, you have, you have to know its name and you can control it. But yeah. if another wizard gets a hold of its name, they can do it too. And since he just said his name in front of Dresden, Dresden just did it as well. But then Dresden broke the spell so the demon was free and could kill whoever it wanted, oh. including the guy who made it a Why slave. Why wouldn't he just like keep it under his control? Uh, because that's against the laws of magic. Oh, my God. So many rules. Dark this magic guy should really well, go like, uh, We only know the first and fourth laws in this book. The first law is you can't use magic to kill someone. Uh, and the fourth law is you may not use magic to subjugate someone to your will. Like, you can't mind control people. Uh, like, yeah. and that's a good rule. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it seems un- unfair, for sure. But yeah, so he just frees, uses his magic, frees the demon, and, like, Victor tries to fight him, but the demon is fucking murdering Victor. Oh, and Victor. Uh, Harry gets thrown over the side of the balcony above where, like, there's now a fire, the scorpions are down there. And he's like, I can't hang on forever. So he takes the other half of the handcuff and clips it around the railing so he can just hang off of that and fight. Cal Shazak. Nice. Ah, thank you. I was like, cool name. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a demon. And the demon starts eating Victor, who's freaking out. And, uh, like, before, like, Victor, he can tell, is trying to do a spell to save himself. And he's like, hey, Victor, you wanted to know who sold you out? And he's like... As your wife, and then yanks him off of the side of the balcony and throws the, him and the demon down into the scorpion pit. Oh, man. Yeah. Fucking Harry. Yeah. He really took charge there. And uh, for a minute, Victor's getting torn apart by 
demons and scorpions, the whole building's on fire, and Dresden is handcuffed to a railing and stuck, can't move, and is starting to black out from smoke, and he sees someone kick the door in, and Morgan's standing there with his silver sword, and he's like, oh, good. I get to die by his hand anyways. And then blacks out right as he sees the sword coming down. Something tells me it hits the handcuff, though, because there's... That's the end of Harry Potter. The 20 books don't follow him. You know, it's, it's they possible. They turned into a Morgan There's book. A, like, the, the Discworld series does not follow the same characters every book. Wow. It follows the same, like, world. Yeah. But I feel like this one doesn't focus. Well, I'll explain, kind of. Anyways, so we jump forward a few days. And we learn that Harry, you know, Harry wakes up in the hospital. Uh, and we learn that, yeah, uh, the cops caught uh, the two... Uh, you know, naked people trying to flee with a bunch of drugs. Uh, Morgan basically was like, I hate that this is how it unfolded, but I saw what happened, and I tell the truth, like, that's my job, so the council's recommended that your parole is over, you're He doesn't even to go. have a follower now. Yeah, like, now you don't need a babysitter. He's like, for going above and beyond the call of wizardly duty and taking down a dark wizard without breaking the four laws of magic. Nice work, Harry. I feel like I don't remember if you said this, but the Beckett's, the reason they were working with Victor Sells (laughs) is because they had a daughter or a child. I can't remember. Yeah, they've been killed in a firefight. It had been killed in the crossfire of Johnny Marcone's gangsters, like firing into a building. Yeah, like when the gangster war took over. Victor Sells was like, if you work with me, we can take him down. Yeah, we can kill the Marconis. So they just, because I was like, how does a couple get to this point? That's how. Dead daughter, apparently. They're not taking out the Marconis. Fuck, no. Yeah, he's like, Murphy basically called me the next day and asked me to come back into work. And he's like, but we don't joke anymore. He's like, some things don't heal that fast. Uh, And he's like, and that's about it. I'm behind on rent again. Yeah. It never, it doesn't mention Monica again, I don't think. No, I I mean, at the end of the day, she's technically free. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. And, oh, he does mention that him and Susan went out and he got laid. He does mention that, yeah. And Bob came back just shy of his 24 hours and... He heard about a party upstate at the sorority. (laughs) Yep. Well... I mean, Harry sounded like he was kind of a perv, but I'm happy for him for getting some in the end. Yep. For some reason. Maybe that'll chill him out. Who Don't knows? know why. Who knows? I wish, I mean, I guess I knew because Zach told me that it was a show. Like, I wish I would have had the time. It was a very busy time Wait, with Christmas show? and everything. But, like, maybe now I'll go watch, like, an episode of The Dresden Files to oh, see how The first episode it is this book, apparently. I didn't know that one. That I makes it. sense. So, I... I would maybe watch that and just to see how it translates and if they kept him as much of a pervert as he sounds like in I the doubt book. it. Well, and I, again, that was all internal monologue stuff, so I don't know why it would come up on the Sci-Fi Channel out loud. Yeah. Also, it was on the Sci-Fi Channel. There were no nips. I would remember that. I watched it when I was 13. Okay. I uh, remember nips in a show I watched yesterday, man. I'm just, no, I'm just saying, like... <laughs> Is that what you're saying? You're in a room with three guys. We remember the boobs. It happens. Caleb, it's not all about the boobs for Caleb, I don't think. 
It's not only you about know, the boobs. That is Caleb. a weird thing, and we're going on a tangent. Not a lot of dicks in movies ever. There is getting better. Well, um, be, I will say, so I, I finished mean, this fair. book last night, and I was like, yeah. how in the fuck is this a series, and how is there a television show based off it? I was like, this is a stupid book. Like, I'm not even... Like, Blood of Heaven was not a good book, but it was at least I feel funny. like you're way harsher on this. Like, I thought the mystery was good. I thought the magic was good. The action was good. You just don't like his internal monologue about No, ladies. I feel like and the I second he was, like, signed on for both jobs, I was like, clearly they're connected. And then he went to the house. Clearly Victor's into some weird shit the second he talked to the pizza people. And I was like, he's into dark magic. He knows he has the fucking score. I'm not even a fucking fantasy person, but I can put the pieces together. But then I, so I Googled it and I was like, why do people like the Dresden file or these books? (laughs) And I did read, people said that the first three books are the worst books in the series. interesting. They said he wrote the first, I can't remember if it's two or three before he had an editor or a publisher. Oh. And so there was like nobody to be like, hey dude. Like, okay, what? so it actually gets better from here. Maybe take out cool. all the curvature I, stuff. I'll let you know how it goes. Okay. I'm not, not going to ask us to read anymore on the I podcast. was like, I, I can't be the only one that thinks that this was ridiculous. <laughs> I had a good time. Like, I thought it was fun. I had a good time with Blood of Heaven because I was like, this was clearly fucking stupid. But I'm like, clearly people liked this. What What is it about it that I'm missing? And I don't know. It maybe it's just not your speed. It's been true of several books. We've had our differences on them. But also, I've learned my standards are very low when it comes to a story. I liked Equal Rights, but this one, yeah, I well, was I'm, like, I, it's I'm not, not like a genre thing. It's just like this fucking book. I, I got gotcha. you. I understand. I'm not trying to call you out. I'm just saying, like, personally, I mean, my standards for a story are pretty low. We've learned <laughs> that I enjoyed most of the books we've read which is not true for you. Yeah. I like, like, I even little... did find a good time through most of the middle. I feel like, to me, like... was not a good book. My but time I did enjoy is valuable. I'm spending a good part of my time reading these books, so when one of them is, like, dumb... Uh, see, I'm my thing is, like, I think a lot of times, oh I want to have fun, so I will find a way to make what I'm doing fun. It doesn't matter if it was good on its own before... I'm going to enjoy it because I want to. I'll find a way to have a good time. I don't have the time for that. The scale you of one literally to ten. made the time for this. Scale of 1 to 10, how do you rank it, Zach? Go, Mallory. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a 7. Mallory. I'd give it a 3. That's what I thought. Caleb. Just kidding. I, I told Asia the other night. What, I was what, like, yeah, you're, you're audience members. You've heard the whole book now. Thoughts? Number it. Oh, man. I don't like. Uh... How did you enjoy your time in the room? I mean, I've had a fine time tonight. Give it a number. Come on. Mm, my uh, six. Six. I was also going to say a six. All right. You can't take my number. <laughs> 6.5. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm dropping um, it to a one. I had something else to say, but I forgot what it was. Oh, Caleb, how did you like the room with the light? I really wish you it's hadn't almost, pointed at it because I looked at it and that hurt a little. It's almost <laughs> as bright over there as it is here. Yeah, it's... I mean, anytime maybe you look turn at it, it, I don't anytime. know. Maybe, maybe if we aim it up in the future. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. It's uh, like I can't do anything. Who was your favorite character? Oh, probably um, Mr. 
Oh, God, we didn't even mention the cat. He has a big, like, 35-pound cat named Mr. That no, him. it's 20 pounds because he was like, this cat is breaking 20 pounds, and I was like, so does fucking Marco. We have a 20-pound cat. Yeah, but mm. it doesn't have a tail. He found it, and its tail had been, like, oh. bit off by some other animal. Uptail. Yeah. And it's he just talks about it being a dick. He's, He's like, like, this is Mr.'s apartment. I just kind of hang out here. Yeah. Nice. But yeah. Uh, I liked Murphy. She was a good, like, detective. Yeah, I was a little annoyed with her on some parts, but I was like, yeah, yeah I get where she's coming from. She doesn't know what we know. She yeah. Was Bianca, uh, right? Honestly, my favorite was kind of uh, Susan, the lady the from the oh, arcade. Because okay. I was like, oh, yeah, it does mention she was like, she, uh, like, at the end of the fight with the demon, she's like, this was a fucking shit ass date, Dresden. And he's like, yeah, and she's like, but it's going to be a great story. And he's like, and later she did publish it as an article called Date with a Demon. Well, and I believe, Zach, if I read back, I think she has a flirty mouth, he might have said. Okay, that doesn't figure into my... <laughs> I just thought she was kind of fun. Like, I liked that she was just like, oh, there's a demon. Neat. I'm going to write about that. That's cool. Yeah, she was a, she was a baddie. I she mean, rolled she with hung it, in yeah. There. She got a little poisoned, but she stuck it out. Mm. And maybe I like that little demon that looked like a toad, because I like toads. You know, you just like the leprechaun. <laughs> was there a Jasper? No. Damn it. He was not my favorite. <laughs> if you can remember what their role was in the book, we can narrow down favorite character. Uh, uh, Linda. Okay, I was for sure. I was going to guess you were going to say the vampire. Linda revved his engine, <laughs> oh, I so I can see why you'd was. like That's her. fine. Beatrice. You already said Bianca. 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 Yeah, which one was Bianca? The vampire. The vampire. vampire. Flabby oh, boots. Oh, damn it. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I said something. But I thought it was a detective. I got the names mixed up. You're getting real lost tonight. Granted, you've had a lot more drinks than the rest of us. Linda, well, Bianca. Some, for part of it, it was the they first name, and then the last name. Regular the names the first name. Harry, Karen. Linda. Linda. Jennifer. Gimpy, Monica. Yeah, Gimpy. It gets Bianca. a little weird in some spots, but none of, they're, they aren't like super like fantasy-esque Victor. names. They aren't book people names, except for, like, Dresden. Uh, Caleb, favorite character? Probably the wife. She Monica. didn't come up much, but I just enjoyed her just fucking over her husband. Yeah. Eh, fair enough. Yeah. All right, well, uh, Doing thanks all for joining us, everybody. That was, him over. Uh, our next book. Yeah, that was Stormfront uh, so by Jim Butcher. So our next, our book, next book is... We're, uh, we're doing a classic. Yeah, this is Mallory's pick. Doing a classic by Oscar Wilde called The Picture of Dorian Gray. Maybe a lot of people have read this. I have personally not. So. Yeah, I, I I know the story. I have, see, I guess I don't. There's a lot, maybe, it's a lot longer of a wait. book than what I know about the Either story. Either I suggest. don't know the yeah, story, I or I don't know. know that I know the story. Yeah, like, you've never read that book. It's I've like never read that book, but I think I know the story. He yeah. comes up in uh, any like Victorian era, like cross monster fiction. If you've again? read any of that, like he'll come up in those. Yeah, I think I know the story, and I also agree with Zach. I think it's a much longer book than I assumed the story would be. Yeah, I honestly like I know it is like kind of an antic. Though, as opposed to a book. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've never we're going to read a classic. I, obviously, we won't share it to ruin the book for you or the audience if they well, haven't read it. Well, we're going to read this, and then our our book following this will be a listener recommendation. So, yeah. The one we mentioned 
earlier? Yes. Okay, cool. The only one we've received. <clears throat> That's what but I think. You're making to it more. seem like it was going to be a surprise. We're open to more. But we talked about it. If yeah. anybody's listening out there. Yeah, no, I mean, recommendations would be great. I would love to read something. Save us from the that... curse of, it. at least if the books are bad at that point, we can blame you. Yeah, I want to <laughs> shit on somebody besides Zach. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Mallory Caleb picks winners, Blood of Heaven. Mallory, what was that one your... with the deer? Uh, once, once there we were, were monsters. Once, yeah, we till we become monsters. Till we, yeah, till we become monsters. It's once there were wolves. Nothing but winners. Mallory, I want you to make up a wizard spell. What, what do you want to use wizard magic to do? Jesus Christ, this guy like all his spells sounded like Starbucks orders. So I would say like they were all in Latin. Venti. Vanish. Venti vanish. All right, Caleb, wizard spell me. Flacidus sticus. <laughs> just, just. Oh my God! That's such. It's just a cock block move. Why? It, it Caleb? makes people soft for at least twenty four hours. Yeah, I figured it out, Caleb. Some people don't need any help, Caleb. Exactly. I know. Story of my life. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> his his spell is hey, like hardest and reckless. They always start with venti. No, they, they just my make up wizard with Placidus. Whatever you want it to be. Venti. Curvature of your breast. <laughs> Does that just make a boob bigger? I don't fucking know. Large curver boobs. <laughs> oh, God, I got to cut it on the curve of the boobs. Have a good night, everybody. Never had a refreshing taste of sperm. God. Let's jump into drink corner. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>